Welcome to episode 38 of the Family Based Pod. My name is Jake. Dallas. I'm Ben. Dallas, that was so aggressive. I don't know if it's because <laughs> of the lag that you were just, you were preemptively jumping was, in, but. Yeah. I was trying. Yeah. I was trying. I don't know you when. You just have to start predicting what we're going to say and then just yeah. jump in. Dallas is just a little behind, so he's just jumping right away. Very Dallas. aggressive in my, in my opinion today yeah so this this will be a, uh, a fun transition time so anyway so again episode 38 thanks for watching if you're watching online on youtube subscribe hit the bell like the video share the videos uh share some comments anything you don't like if you're listening um subscribe as well share the episode follow the podcast all that stuff so let's and, I, and i'll say on. this real quick because yeah. i know we get we get a lot of uh, interactions on tiktoks you know yeah a lot a lot for me which is zero so it's yeah. pretty cool watching people interact with tiktoks um so yeah just be sure to be sure to keep doing that it's a lot of fun reading i don't i don't comment anything but i like to read i like to voyeuristically uh Com- see comments. what's going on in the comments Com- comments stop bro because that gets bro, i'm just algorithm. waiting for someone uh, i'm just waiting for someone to say something stupid and then i'll just yeah and then oh, i'll jump oh oh well, yeah. i'll 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 set that off so yeah but if you're if you're watching this amazing intro on tiktok you know comment let, let us know how much you hate my hat or ben's background or dust lag but all right so again we're gonna get right into the episode and we're actually gonna share some some news some recent news right away and then we'll get to stories all right so right before we we start recording Ben shared with me, I thought I might share, is that Albert Pujols now has 694 home runs, so he's six away from 700. That'd be huge. Uh, they're playing the Reds, so he may have a chance. Good chance. All right, so <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw this over the weekend, but the Little League World Series was... Uh, concluded the championship was between Hawaii and I'm I believe I'm saying this right but I'm probably wrong I think it's uh, Curacao Curacao all right right, cool all right so I always thought it was Curacao Curacao so just make it English and easy for me people I mean you know they're not where they're supposed to be yeah. All right, so uh, Hawaii beat Carrasco. Am I saying it right now? I don't know. No, I just making words up. You guys are messing me up. All right, so Hawaii won thirteen to three, and he won by Wait, the who- ten one. I don't. I don't know who they played now. All right, I'm sorry. They played <laughs> Cincinnati. They played the Reds at this point. Who cares? Um, it doesn't matter. They won by ten runs. Okay, <laughs> so they won thirteen to three. And apparently, Hawaii has won the four Little League World Series since two thousand five. So you know, I thought that was cool. And then I shared this. I don't like it. You don't like it. I don't. They shouldn't be I able mean, to play. I, they're not part of the Continental Fifty. They're scouting. Do they have that many young? kids out there all right it's a little tiny island they're definitely 
definitely scouting and recruiting. Lock it up. Shane Victorino's like out there. Shane Victorino was good. I, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure all that is uh, not reliable. Dude, all bench right. warmers was based off, off of that. <laughs> Carlos, no, it is not. It's not twelve. Okay. You think he's a Hawaiian? He's not a Dominican. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's actually, a, that's actually a Hawaiian Dominican guy. posing as a Hawaiian. Dallas, <laughs> Dallas, we will talk about uh, the DR uh, later, but no, that is not right now. All right, so they won 13 to 3. The other thing is that last night I shared with you guys the M- MILB, some minor league baseball. They're going to be voting on a union. We've been talking about this since January, since we started, how the minor leagues need a union. So hopefully that actually starts. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, that's something we've been talking about since we started the podcast. It was a big yep. talking point early on, especially when baseball was uh, going through the lockout period and nothing was happening, you know. Um, and so, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's awesome to finally see that the minor leaguers are one step closer to, you know, being able to sustain yeah, living like, off playing. Right. Yeah, off, off their you know, career. you know, the the cool <clears> thing <throat> is that the MLBPA, so the official uh, union for the majors, is going to be representing the minors. So, so if they say yes to it, they'll have the same union. So that's great. That's yeah. It's going to be really um, helpful. Yeah, Make, probably makes yeah. it a lot easier. To deal with and less of a headache, you know, than having another set of people right. barking. And right. if you have one collective thing, that's probably a bit easier to manage. I would right. So if there's news with that, we'll share it. We'll talk about it. But let's actually get into current news, current contracts. The big news of the weekend was sensational. Twenty-one-year-old Julio Rodriguez signed mm-hmm. up potentially. The biggest contract ever. If he hits his his incentives, it could be the biggest contract ever. Um, I'll just share these details. It is super complicated. It is so much. Like if this happens, if the, if so I won't. But I'll share this. So the first eight years of this contract is guaranteed at one hundred twenty million. But he could opt in. So it's pretty much a guaranteed $210 million. All right. And there's a player option after the eight years. If he gets MVP votes, if he gets silver sluggers, he gets incentivized. Like he gets more money pretty much over, over those years. <clears throat> um, and again, like I said, it's potentially the richest contract ever in baseball. He's 21 years old. So it's it's like the Braves where they signed this young guy real early. And I want to ask you a question, Ben, in a second. So it's kind of like the Braves, but it's also not because they're giving him incentives. So, Ben, you were the only one last week that said that the Braves signing young guys very early was a trend. And were you right? Uh, it sure seems that way. After the first guy to sign a deal, it just makes too much sense. Like I think, like I said uh, last week, it makes too much sense not to lock these guys into these deals now. Say 
we're going to win in this window. We're going to give ourselves eight years. We're going to give ourselves six years, whatever. The Mariners are playing very well, um, despite everything that I said in the beginning of the year, everything that I thought. Obviously, I was very wrong. <clears throat> and it's exciting that baseball's good in Seattle, which is a fun, uh, fun sports town just in general. Um, so that's exciting that baseball's good up in the Pacific Northwest again. And now you have that next centerpiece guy in your franchise right if you're the mariners you went from griffey jr to uh randy johnson to you know ichiro and then now it looks like you know my cousin julio's taken over and he's going to be that next guy and then even if jared kelnick or kalenic kalenic kelnick you know who i'm uh, talking about yeah. they're they're yeah. that yeah. other guy if he turns yeah, around he ends up being as good as he's supposed to be they have a, a, a core and a foundation that they can build around. I think Seattle is, um, you know, I will happily admit that I was wrong at the beginning of the year, and I, I'm, I'm excited for their future, and I hope they can win, and I hope for their sake that he is worth every penny like it seems he will be. Yeah. You know, uh, Dallas was seeing the one who was high in the Mariners. So, Dallas, what do you think? About time, man. You guys were sleeping. I was woke <laughs> Feeling like fools. Should have jumped on the bandwagon way back. But welcome. Dad, do me one tiny favor if you don't mind. No, I <laughs> just name me three players in the Seattle Mariners. Right? <laughs> yeah. Just three. All right. I'll do that, that for you. <laughs> yeah, okay. One quick yeah, Google search. I can do that too. All right. No, that folks. says Edgar <laughs> Martinez, Jay Buner, and John Oler. Ken did John yeah, Oler play Jr. Yeah, he did. All right, so I thought it was funny that he used, he used the helmet out in the outfit, out in the field. Uh, it's because I I believe it's because he had uh, head injuries in the past, and he just just in case I think that's so um, wild. It's so cool wrong. though. Like it worked for him. I mean, shit, he he had a really Good career. Yeah. You know, we know who he is. Right. So. so again, Dallas, you are you were high on the Mariners, but I want to get your reaction on the idea that a 21-year-old is going to be getting this much money this soon. What's your reaction? Is this good for uh Seattle? I know it's good for the team, but overall support are you should the fans be excited or should they be cautious with this big of a deal for someone so young? What do you think? Cautious about it. I mean, you'd be excited. You just locked down a good player for forever. <laughs> forever. Uh, yeah. uh, that's a lot of doll hairs to, be, to get locked up about for a while. We also, so like the Cubs, I say we, I'm not, but the Cubs. They were to be a piece of dog shit for several years now. So uh, could either go really well and be the smartest move they've ever done, or they'll be kicking in the butt for a while. Um, obviously, I hope it hope it works. Um, but I think it's great for baseball players because it just it's like when um, somebody in the neighborhood sells their house for something way more than you thought they could sell it for it brings you like all the players in the league now yep. are going to be able to uh, bump their expectations if they 
per, like have a season anything like them, then there's no reason negotiating for for more money. You know, so uh, um, hopefully, like the um, it's a little bit of a power shift between the owners and players, and the right. players start making more. Yeah, you know, you know, the one cool thing is that I feel like maybe for the first time I'm I work we're going to talk about Ichiro later for sure. But Ichiro for some reason was never like come play with Ichiro. Like come to Seattle and play. But I feel like having a twenty run twenty one year old like lightning rod is going to draw possibly free agents, going to draw more young guys, more Latin American players who want to come to Seattle. Um, and that's always a good thing for them. Uh, so who knows this, this off season? who they could be aggressive, they could trade for like, you know, it's possible. Um, having someone like that is always good. I feel like there's that possible downside, but for right now, I mean, it's good. It's good for them. And it's good for him. Good for him I and his mean, family. Yeah. It's good for him and his family. And I'm sure the, the whole neighborhood where it's from, I'm sure um, it's good. So it's, it, it's all around right now a good thing. I don't know in, in eight years, but I know right now it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's a win. It's a win on all accounts. You can't really, you know, you could try to argue it. I don't know why you would. Everyone, like you said, everyone seems to be a winner in that end. So, and good for him. Like you said, man, as long as you have a good, I think the, I think the most important thing when you're young and you're getting a ton of money is you have to have a good foundation of people around you. If you have that good family dynamic, yeah. if you have like, you know, an emotional supportive system behind you, you can thrive and you can succeed. And if you don't, then you see, unfortunately, what happens when, you know, you, you when a young athlete or a young yeah. person loses that kind of, uh, that kind of control. And so we just hope for the best. I mean, I mean, for his sake, because like you said, he is so, um, so sensational, so talented um, at such a young age. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, look at this thing. It'd be fun to see. Hmm. Just a sack porn? of knobs. Oh gosh! We're not talking about the corn song. Corn. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. So I think you can blame her for this. She got it stuck in my head the other day. It's been there. It's been parked in my head. Who? Kendra. Good song. That's all I got. Uh, I'm taking Snapchats at Dallas. It's funny. All right. All right. <laughs> so, well, so I think overall, like we said, it is it as of right now, it's a good thing. We'll see over time, but right now, let's live in the present. It's it's good for everyone. Yeah, Ben. Uh, ben, you have real a quick. I'm talking less than thirty question? seconds. Yeah. What Negative. do we think of the Mariners' color scheme as a whole? The teal, the silver, light blue, dark blue kind of is a little played out. Do they need to hit a refresh? Do they need to go no. back to like a, the green and the yellow or anything? No, you guys are good with it. You. Wait, Does it why seem would you like those colors fit the area like for some reason? Like, does the Seahawks do it really 100%. well too? Yeah. It's the Emerald City, dude. 
Yeah, but none of them are really green. They're like teal. It's not fucking it's like emerald. Teal. Emerald's like yeah. emerald. No, I mean, emerald's like bright ass green. That's like I mean, the sun, Wicked the Witch of the West red or green. Time out. Time out. I need yeah. you on your phone. Yeah. To right now. Go. To Google what? Come back to us when you're done. Google and see the color. And emerald. then you'd be like, okay, not that far. Jake, is he saying emerald? I can't barely hear him. Is he saying emerald? He, he's cutting out, but yeah, I think so. Yes. Sick. This? Okay, there's no way you guys are going to be able to see that with yeah, my phone. That was the, but that green. It is absolutely green green and looks nothing like the Mariners colors at all. You're insane. It looks like they're ultimate jersey. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you talking about their fucking alternate jerseys, or were you talking about their their colors of blue and silver and a little bit of teal? It's also, and it's on the hat. Fam, that is green, green, not teal. Go look at teal and tell me that. I can't see there. what you're talking about because you're you powering blind, Betty. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> All right, you look All right, so. like a floating yeah, dude. It's you teal, are teal, fam. It's not. Uh, we're right, gonna call him Gorgon. Oh, the Gorgon we disagree. We disagree. <laughs> Small soldiers, okay. great movie. All right, so also, that is a good movie. Let's talk about let's talk about a team that we know and it was is closer to where we grew up. Um, the Cubs person, uh, and I think we like the color scheme. I don't think that's a question I want to ask. It's red, um, white, and blue, baby, America. You sir. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so, uh, in the last week, the Cubs have lost both series uh, against the Cardinals and against the Brewers. It's the first two series losses they've had, and I feel like, like almost a month, month and a half. Probably since so, the All Star break, at least, right? Uh, it's something like that. I mean, Anyway, they haven't lost. Yeah. They haven't lost two series in a row since the All Star break. I can I can say that. Um, but right now, uh, the Cubs are in Toronto. Ben, why don't you give me an update on the score as we record right now? Um, I do have a question about two players. Uh, but any any oh, natural. Any, what what are, what are the Cubs doing right now? All right, so the Cubs were up four to nothing in the sixth when you and I yeah. last yeah. checked before we started. It is four They're to losing. three. No, oh. no, no. After they gave up three runs in the seventh, so yeah. Fran Mills up in the top of the eighth. Uh, yeah. Danny Jensen hit Jake, you were three so run ready. Home run for the Brewers <laughs> or for the Jays in the bottom. Yes, I'm a Cubs fan. I expect them to lose. Okay. He's like, how are they doing? They're losing. They're losing, right? Immediately, they're just losing. <laughs> I know for a fact. Like they I gave up it. 100 straight runs. <laughs> Why did I ask? <laughs> right? I they gave up 100 it. straight runs, and the other team is just continually batting around and around and around and around. Right, right. I mean, over the, over the weekend, over the weekend, the Blue Jays did get swept by the Angels, so they're not playing super well right now. Um, it's good for the Cubbies, though. So, you know, I have this question, and I don't even the, – the overall play, I feel like it right now – no, it's not important. 
the overall play of the team, I feel like, is kind of like relative, or it's not really super important yeah, to score, but at the end of the off. Oh my gosh, we're not doing this. We're not. We're not just I'm completely derailed the music. <laughs> I, I know the Triple A teams that I love. We are not seeing <laughs> the right now, okay? Later, Dallas, if you want to sell them, let's carve that. Okay? No, we're not. We had talked about this as well since the beginning of the year, or really since the beginning of, of the season. There's one of our teams going to Toronto. Your players have to be vaxxed to enter the country now. now uh, we talked about. If we almost name every single player that's not able to travel, and the Cubs are no different. I'm not. We're not gonna just ignore who's not going with the Cubs, uh, and that is two pitchers, Adrian Sampson and Justin Steele. Um, they they do not meet the vaccination qualifications to enter the country. I mean. I honestly, I just want to get like your thoughts. What is your reaction to this? Like, is this something? It's just like you just have to like, like agree to disagree and not really hold it against them, or is it like, um, should there be consequences for players? Like, I I don't know. I want to hear what you guys think about kind of unvaxxed players or not qualified facts players not going to Toronto. Is this really a big deal or should we not care too much? So we talked about this. Uh, I don't remember who it was. It was maybe it was around the trade deadline or we were making it was something where somebody was either going to play against Toronto or going to Toronto in a trade. Something yeah. along the, that line, and, and and this same conversation came up then. And I'll say now what I said then. It's like it's not surprising, but it is disappointing. Um, we're three years into this shit, two years into this, yeah, right? Any two and a half years of doing this stuff now. And it's like if a million Americans dead, a million plus Americans dead doesn't deter you and doesn't doesn't make you think that maybe I should do this, you know, nothing will. So at this point, it's just like them not being able to play, them not being able to go, and I hope they have to like forfeit two game checks or, or whatever it is for them not being able to travel yeah, with the team. They do. Yeah, so that's good. Like that's an ample punishment, and it shouldn't be anything more than that. It should be you missing work, so you're not going to getting paid because you're not fucking here. Um, yeah. So, I mean, realistically, that's what it is. And that just means two more people are going to get a shot over the weekend to play, you know, Major League yeah. Baseball that, that yeah. maybe wouldn't have gotten that shot before. Or maybe the Cubs don't have Assad pitching tonight. Maybe, you know, maybe you Samson or, or Steele have to start today. And, and, you know, he's not even pitching today. And he pitched pretty well. So, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many things that could have happened. But my main point is just that, it's the same as it was, and it's the same as like when we find out the next person can't go, it'll be disappointment, but not surprising. Um, and and we're just three years into the same bullshit that we've been doing, and nothing seems to change. So, yeah. does he have no thoughts? 
same thing. Yeah, I mean, we several like maybe a month ago, a month and a half. It's just time for right now. Like, do your job. Be a fucking human being. <laughs> like, easy. Yeah, so, I mean, we all know people, and again, this is not a show where we're going to get into a full discussion about the merits of getting vaxxed or any vaccinations or any of that. Um, but I will just say, we do know people in our lives who are not uh, either vaccinated or fully vaxxed or whatever it might be. I just think, I know for the Cubs, Cubs players, this, of course, does not play a huge role in their lives because how often are you playing in Toronto? Um so I do know that this is not an it's not an incentive, especially especially those younger guys who are not getting paid that much. Um, they're not losing like tens of mil, like a million dollars or something stupid. Um, it's not like a Mike Trout game check, you know, which is right. like which is like probably what Samson and Steele are making this year combined. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I mean, but still, so for I, them, but equal to that, I guess to them, that's a that's a ton of money. So, yeah. So, I'm. I certainly do. I have opinions. Uh, certainly, kind of. I talked about this for a while. Um, I just know that if we didn't talk about the Cubs players not traveling with the team, it would be a little weird that we've kind of talked about everyone else. Um, so. Yeah, as you said, it's. Um, I know it's gonna happen. I highly disagree, and uh, it's it's unfortunate, unfortunate. But yeah, we're not surprised. Um, I do hope that this kind of changes for them. They see the the implications for them. Um, they'll they'll make a decision moving forward. All right. So, um, last thing about the Cubs is that. Jed Hoyer, president of baseball operations, he said in an interview recently that this current Cubs team is like the 2014 Cubs, meaning they're just a year or two away from really competing and possibly competing at the highest level. Ben, I saw that laugh right away. Is that true? Are they the no, 2014 Cubs? Not. No, Why, not? Not. Why not? I mean, they're still, they need, they still, what are they missing, Jake? They're still missing all of the moves that they made in 15 and 16 to get to 16. <laughs> I mean, you could be two years away, fine, but that still means that's two years you still have to figure the shit out and make the necessary moves to put you in, in title contention. And, and, you know, realistically, we know that that's just what an owner has to say to stockholders and to the people who fucking are paying money to come see the Cubs. You have to promise that you're two years away. If if I had a dollar for every time an owner or a general manager said that their team was a year or two away, I'd be the richest man alive. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's it's such a common cliche thing that you kind of just take it at face value. He It's something he has to say as the owner of the team, and you kind of just, you know, realistically, as a Cubs fan, you know that they're not two years away. They might be exciting they might be a playoff team in two years that'll be fun i don't think they're playing for a world series in two years that's crazy 
That's crazy. There's there's too many holes that they have to fill right now as the team is currently constructed to compete for a World Series. We can't even beat – we lost back-to-back series with the Cardinals and the Brewers, two teams in our own division that are better than us. We lost to them. So how yeah. can we compete for a World, World Series in two years? You know what I mean? Like I don't see those two teams getting that much worse in two years. The Cubs getting so significantly better in two years. I don't know. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot that has to happen. A lot of moves and stuff. I just don't see it. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you remember, I think it was 2014. The Cubs signed a John Lester. So this team, if you're comparing it, are you saying Showman is John Lester? And so. So I think there's uh, across the board. It's like, so are you saying a Christopher Morel is Chris Bryant? Are you saying um, Nico Horner is Javi? Like, I know we're getting he's better, boy. Right now, yes. <laughs> I think a bag of baseballs is better than Javi right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty pretty embarrassing. Um, anyway, but uh. So overall, I'm just like, I mean, bro, like, come on, like, you can say, but I, I know you have to say that to some degree, but I'm just like, bro, you, it's laughable that you would even those words would come out of your mouth. The Cubs team is not. I I know they're playing decent. I know they're. 500 since mid June. I know that they're 31 and 31 since June 17th or something, but they're not there yet. And I feel like that's okay to say, but I know you have a job and can't really go ahead yeah. and that. I mean, his job is just to make a ton of money. Hey, Dale, real quick, where did you get that watch? The toilet store? Go ahead, Jake. <laughs> Got him. Even the guy who can't think said something. <laughs> Even the guy who can't think says something. It's the best. Come it's on. Best. All right. <laughs> speaking of, I'm, not, I'm saying this, but speaking of someone that I used to think couldn't think, uh, Bryce Harper. Mm. So, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Google Bryce Harper on Jimmy Tallinn playing. Uh, I think it's it's not a password. It's uh like uh they gave me password and circle uh, whatever. Just look up Bryce Harper on Jimmy Fallon. It is embarrassing. It he looks. I'm sorry. He looks stupid. <laughs> anyway, so that's Bryce Harper. So Bryce Harper, uh, sixty-two days or sixty-two-ish days ago, he broke his. Left them, right them, forget. Uh, and he's already back, and apparently he's doing pretty well in his three games over the week- weekend. He got hit in each of those three games, and the Phillies are in the wild card race. They're bare- they're not going to win that division, but they're in the race. They're in those, you know, those three wild card spots. How big of a deal is someone like him to that team? Just overall. Yeah. 
Got none. Yep, nothing. Um, yeah, I mean, shit, you know how it is. It's it's obvious. I mean, obviously. Yeah, I completely forgot who you're talking about. What are we talking about? Bryce Harper. Yes, yeah, duh, duh, duh. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. So he is so important to the face of baseball, right? Because he's everything Why? that Mike Trout – well, no, because he's he's what Mike Trout isn't and doesn't want to be. My, uh, Bryce Harper doesn't mind standing in front of the camera. Bryce Harper doesn't mind being in commercials. Bryce Harper doesn't mind having attention on him. So what uh-huh. I'm saying is, is, yeah, and he's good enough to – back that up on the field. Sure. And, and this is sure. exciting for baseball. He is a World Series champion. No, he's not. No, the Nationals won it the year he left. Um, yeah. But he's an MVP. Yeah. He's, you know what I mean? Like, he's been Oops. super talented his entire career. Um, he's getting paid a ton of money. And so he, if you're the Phillies, he has like, good Castellanos hair. hasn't worked out. Yeah, yeah, he's got great hair. Uh, Castellanos hasn't really worked out like you hoped. And so the fact that you're getting Harper back kind of revitalizes um, your lineup definitely. And the fact that he just comes out hitting right away is is an amazing sign. The reason I got distracted, Jake, I'm sorry, is because O'Neal Cruz uh, hit an absolute piss missile home run off the Brewers, 117 miles an hour out, and it hit the back wall of the stadium as it was rising up, dude. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely crushed it. So everyone, go back and go back and watch this. It's two days old at this point, but it was amazing. Home run, right? Oh, right? Wasn't it crazy? Comment how crazy the home run was. You saw it. It was so crazy. They <laughs> saw it. All right. So, um, I highly, for a long time in his career, out there almost up until like last year, Bryce Harper. Kind of to your point, Ben. Mike Trout, I kind of love because he doesn't love the attention. Bryce Harper, he seems to love the attention whether he's doing well or not. So he, that always rubbed me the wrong way. But last year, uh, kind of, even though he was in the press and all that, he did well. He got the MVP. And really didn't uh, boast or brag about it too much like a younger Bryce Harper would have this year. I'm kind of glad that he's back. And it's going to make the playoffs a little bit even. They're already fun. But having yeah. him having him in there potentially against like the Braves or if they get out of the wild card, maybe the Mets or, uh, you know, the Dodgers. I, I mean, it's, it's got to be fun. He makes yeah. it more fun to watch, even if you don't like him. He makes it more fun. Um, yeah, I mean, and honestly, like at this point, he's what got to be thirty years old. You know what I mean? Like he's got to be yeah. close to our age, Man, you know, a little bit younger. But what I'm saying is, you do some maturing, you do some growing up. You're a little bit older. You know what I mean? You handle success a little differently. You handle failure a little differently. You handle your recovery from injury a little differently than he would have. Right as a kid, you know, younger. Um, and it looks like the fact that he's just right back into it. I think we are in prime Bryce Harper, and it's going to be uh, an exciting, you know, two, three years to see what he really does over this next stretch of seasons, if he can stay healthy, um, see what kind of numbers he puts up. Yeah. 
I do want to get your opinion on this. Both you guys, I want to uh, actually get your take on this. So right now, Aaron Judge is at 49 home runs again Monday night. Good. He could have 50 by the time you hear this. He has 49 today. He's on pace at 63. If he hits that, if he's at 63 and he breaks Roger Maris' 61, is I want to get your actual take. Is that the home run record or is that just a lot of home runs but still not what Bonds did? You consider Bonds the record, or or would you consider sixty two three the new record? That's what you think. Question, man. Um, yeah, you know what? Uh, um, I wouldn't mind it if they asterisk the uh, the um, the players that we know. We know. Like they, they shouldn't. Yeah, that's nah, nah. Separate record, bro. Yeah, unless unless they're gonna leave, like unless they're gonna make it like okay for everyone to use and like open. Then I don't, I don't think that record should count. Honestly, I, I don't. So, and if you guys disagree with me, then get rid of all technology or or, or what. Whatever, like you guys are just crazy. All right, all right. y'all are crazy. Okay, I'm I'm a baseball peer. You're baseball. getting rid of all technology. Is that what you said? Is that what you said? <laughs> just, just be wild. Be wild. Everyone, just get a newspaper. Read your books. Freaking weirdos. <laughs> all right, um, so, hold, hold on. So, Dal, so you think Bonds is not the home run king then? I don't. No, no, I don't. He cheated, dude. Yeah, like, yeah let's this, just say this... hypothetically, you know, number five for the Cardinals pops. I'm... What, 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 what is your tone going to be? Is your tone going to change then. a little bit? I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, and yeah, like, then everything that he's done is... <laughs> Everything Dallas has ever known to be true about another man would be a lie. My whole core will be shaken. And Dude, do you remember when we and, went to uh, Atlanta for that baseball game and you were wearing a Falcons jersey, a Mike Vick black Falcons jersey, and you walked into the wrong hotel room? And it was just filled with a bunch of dudes. I still have no idea what was going on in that room. It was awesome. Oh, they were excited. They were taking shots. They were getting ready. Bachelor party or something, maybe. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, no, Jake. So I can just say this. I have been less I, – I don't really care that Aaron Judd is hitting a ton of home runs this year. I think it's cool. You know, I think it's great. The Yankees are, aren't playing great baseball as a whole right now. So it is, All right. All right. you know, something that they have uh, going on. But – for me, I've never felt an experience like 1998 when you were watching McGuire and Sosa go back and forth. And it was, dude, I mean, I was nine years old. It put you in a different, like, you had this different idea of what baseball could be, of what these men were. They were superhuman. They were doing something that was so obscene, so ridiculous. Spirits. And, well, I know. And, you know, and so it'll be forever kind of tainted 
you know, in a sense, but at the same time, it's like, I'll never forget how amazing that was. That, that summer run where every single day you check the newspaper or every single day, my dad would have the score on and, you know, you'd be listening to it and they would give an update. Did he hit a home run today? Or you'd be checking the news midday and the Cubs, you know, but they always played day games on GN. So those games were always on. So Sammy's home run chase was everywhere for a Chicago sports fan, even if you were a White Sox fan, like I was at the time. Right, right. So it captivated me in a way that I don't believe anything really could in modern baseball, unless it was somebody doing something like, like breaking uh, DiMaggio, like encroaching on DiMaggio's hit record or doing something insane where it's like, you know, like it, it's going to take a lot for uh, a statistical thing to truly blow my mind or impress me anymore because maybe steroids did spoil that in a sense, but I don't know. I just, I don't, it, it's not really doing it for me. So the question was, is it the new home run record if he gets it? No, because Bond still has the record. Yeah, I mean, by all. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like technically. Well, by, Bond's by the actual statistics. Yeah, so technically that's, yeah. So it, it's Bond's. I mean, I, I can't. I, I, I'm just saying, I think it should be asterisk. Like, Bond's should, I'm saying, like. And yeah, like, dude, if Pujols pops hot, like, sorry, bro. Then, then what you've achieved is cheating. Like, I'm not taking away, like, like their sky coordination. Like, that's that's un. Like, you can't you can't take steroids to improve. Like, you sure as fuck can hit the baseball a lot further with him. So that's, that's whack. Like, you. Right, well, what if he only used steroids this last year? Then what? His entire career. Painted just for one season. Impossible, impossible to prove. Like this whole thing. I mean, but also, but also, but Bond. No, oh, come on, on, man. Like you can. You, there's before and after pictures that the man was juicy. Erroneous. Erroneous. Yeah. On all. Counts. On all accounts. Erroneous. <laughs> yeah. Like right. to be to be at that age, like dude, like that'd be like in six months and me being 260 pounds can our egg yolk like it's dude get out of here all right i've been saying this for for a while now but i'm i'm just playing out there can we can we just say dallas i know this you you might agree but i've also never said this but can we just agree the Rock is too old to be that big. Can we just say that? You think? Do you think the Rock's natty? He's what? Got to be using something. I think. Do you think he's, he's natty? Do you think he's all natural? Oh, bro, he's what is he pushing fifty or more? Like, there's no way. Is he? Is he fifty yet? Look it up. He's in his Jake, mid-40s. I just want to say I'm sorry I called you a hillbilly. I don't even know what that means. I mean, what? <laughs> I don't know what that I said, I'm sorry I called you a hillbilly. I don't even what? know what that means. Well, I didn't hear that, so thank you. <laughs> right. I'm going to be and, so, in my and, room. Uh, <laughs> I can't say that again. Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. 
All right, so <laughs> we talked we talked about this player last so week. Would that make you love me? <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, I'm a little too traumatized to have a scone. What are we quoting? Co- <laughs> co- midnight rate. <laughs> what what are we quoting just so everyone and me knows? This is wedding crash. Wedding crash. <laughs> oh, I don't. I, yeah, they go I for pleasure or they go for speed. You motorboat, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> You'll see that right. in you. All right. All right. <laughs> I have not seen uh, that in a while. So sorry. Oh I don't really know. years. All right. So, Dallas, in case you didn't listen last week, uh, Dave was kind of stomping on, uh, on Josh Hader's grave. He was uh, right. taking. Kind of pissing on it a little bit. Um, I don't know if you guys saw Josh Hader on Sunday pitched one-third of an inning, gave up six earned runs, and now his ERA is 6.52. Also, I want to get this stat, okay? Before July 4th of this year, Josh Hader had 30-something consecutive innings or appearances without giving up an earned run. Wow. Who did he face on July 4th? Any guess? can only be the Cubs. can only be the Cubs. The freaking Cubs. On the, on the 4th and the 6th, his next two appearances, he gave up two earned runs and... And one of those games, he got lost. Ever, ever since then, he's been horrible. He's so ass, all, yeah. all I'm saying is the Cubs broke Josh Hader. Okay, so good. Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. <clears throat> yeah, that was kind of the point that kind of, that came out from last week. I didn't know about it. I looked it up, and I was like, "Yeah, that's that's bad. It's not great." Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> tweets that comes that comes alive. You know, that's just like, hey, not great. Yeah, yeah, bro. Whenever, whenever you make the pros or you get somewhere, just delete your account and start fresh. Here's the best. Okay? I mean, honestly, my my opinion that I've always been doing is just like, don't say it ever. You and just anything. don't have so to. you don't have to scrub it. But I get your point. Yes. Yes. No, Ben, you're talking to me. I get it. Okay, yeah. I'm just saying, if you are gonna say it. Do that. All right. So, two two other players, and the second player, Dallas. I want to get your take on it. But the uh, first player I'm going to mention is that we, maybe the hottest player in baseball right now isn't Albert Pujols, even though he's crazy and crushing it. Is Mookie Betts? Mookie Betts for the years is hitting 281. On base over 350, he has 31 home runs. Get this, guys. He has a 1,000% fielding percentage. He has made no errors this year at all. Okay? That's, I mean, that's a big deal overall. Um, in 500, 500 plus at-bats, he has only 81 strikeouts. He's playing insane, but also someone that people are forgetting, you know, in this Atlanta craziness. Freddie Freeman for the Dodgers this year is hitting 326 
an on base of over 390. He has 42 doubles and over 520 at bats, has 83 strikeouts, and has 116 hits this year, and is playing great defense. I just want to say that because now I do live in LA. I feel like I do have to say something. Mm. That's all. You're a de facto, de facto. Uh, I feel like I just have to fan. mention it. I have to mention the Dodgers are good. Well, that's yeah, all. the Dodgers Bucky are probably Bucky. the best team in baseball. That's not that's not much of a stretch. Um, probably. Mookie is incredible. I remember McNeil and I had a conversation at some point this year while we were playing the show, I think, and he kind of just mentioned that, like, Mookie doesn't do anything for him. He doesn't know why he gets all the love, and it's like he's just really good, like really consistent. He's not going to hit 50 home runs and hit 150 RBIs, but he's going to get you on base. He's going to play excellent defense, and he's going to get you – um, hits and RBIs, you know what I mean? They're hits and uh, timely hitting and, and extra base hits and stuff. And so, and like you said, Freddie Freeman's having a monster season in his first year. It's good that he finally put all that weirdness, like you said, of the Atlanta shit that we talked about behind him. Yeah. And it looks like he's yeah. finally all in and the Dodgers are playing, you know, the best baseball right now. And it, it looked like we were going to get a Dodgers Yankees uh, World yeah. Series that would like two two Titans just come one coming out of the one coming out of the AL one coming out of the NL like the old school pennant leaders like these are the two top teams they meet in the World Series and they go at it and now that you know the, the now that the Yankees kind of look like ass I don't know who the favorite is to come out of the AL you know like who's really blowing the doors off the Astros yeah pretty like, much I, I mean the Astros and the Dodgers again it's five years apart. That's crazy because when I was first dating my wife, the Astros and the Dodgers were playing in a World Series. Ooh. She yelled at me because it was on a Halloween party, and I told her. I was like, me and Cody, shout out Coco, so he's not watching. But um, <clears throat> he, I was like, she invited me over, and she was like, uh, come to this Halloween party, right? And I was like, sweet, um, but I'm only going to come over if I can watch the game because I didn't have cable. I didn't want TV, so I was poor. Um, and so she was like, yeah, sure. So then I came over and then I really only watched the baseball game. I didn't participate in any of the party and yeah. she got mad at me for that. <laughs> but she married yeah. me. So obviously, obviously, you, you know, it wasn't, you she wasn't mad enough. Yeah. She wasn't that <laughs> mad. All right. So the last bit of player news is Dallas that I, I know you guys both can talk about this, but uh, so much to take on this. So, New New York Yankees reliever Aroldis Chapman is heading to the IL. And if you guys don't know the reason why he's heading to the IL, it's because he has an infection from his new tattoo. Nice. So he can't play. Dallas... I don't have uh, tattoos. I can't get tattoos now because uh, my transplant. But I do want to ask you. I, I mean, seriously, is it? Do you have to be in the IL for an infection? Is that that serious? Could it be that serious? I mean, I, I guess. I mean, it could be, but I. I mean, that, <clears throat> any um. And 
infections that I've seen on like tattoos is just it's very localized the tattoo, but um, it is pretty neat to see if y'all are too. Um, but like if, if like when your body rejects a a tattoo, it'll actually you'll push out a scab. Um, like it literally pushes the ink back. Like it comes out in a scab form in the picture of whatever you got. It's pretty, pretty neat. I, I mean, unless like the infection spread to like blood, which doubtful. What? Man? So I have a tattoo of Calvin and Hobbes on my right forearm. It's the only mm-hmm. tattoo I have that's colored mm-hmm. ink. You, you, and it got. They got severely infected. Nice. So is it bad? Yeah. Is it yeah, bad, well, bad enough? Bad enough to not play? No, not for me. But I, again, it was right here on my right arm, which is my dominant arm. I don't know where he has this tattoo at. It's it's, he, on, his, it's on a leg. Okay. I mean, maybe. I remember I would uh, I slid a couple times and got a real bad infection in my leg doing slow pitch. And that you made think, it hard to you think You think Chapman is, sli- is sliding? No, no. But I'm saying, like, yeah. the infection in my leg made it hard to run. Like, my leg got really um, fat and tight. I got, like, cellulitis, you know? Mm, like, so yeah. if that is what he's dealing with, then that's serious enough to not play. But if it's something small, like Dallas said, like, topical at the level of the tattoo, then that seems silly. And it seems like the Yankees probably just don't want him around. So pretty much either – it's the Yankees just don't want them around, or potentially it could be serious. Is that what I'm hearing, Dow? Serious, but I mean, Kendra just had like a a spat with her. She didn't call off of work, and she she doesn't get paid millions of dollars. I mean, that's true. She works around a lot grosser shit than he does. So, well, Chapman, uh, yeah, for all the allegations that have come out, uh, he might be the gross thing. I don't know. Ben, I want to get your uh, take on this because this was uh, the first piece of cool news I heard over the weekend was that the New York Mets. Well, they did, not will. They did retire Willie Mays' number. Um, is that a big deal? Why, should, why, why is that? Why did they do that? Why, why is that a big deal? It makes no sense. Um, I don't understand why they did it. He played two seasons with the Mets the last two years of his career in 72 and 73, right? He was traded midway through 72. Goes to New York, plays the last two years. Like I get that he played with the New York Giants. If that's what they're doing, fine. But he he didn't play for the Mets. He played for the Giants, and the Giants were a different organization. So like I just don't get it. Like it seems odd. He played two years. They weren't very good. He was at the end of his career. The guy, you know, he only played sixty nine and sixty six games at forty one and forty two years of age. He batted 211 his last year with six home runs and 25 RBIs. Like, you're not retiring that number if it's not Willie Mays' number. You know what I mean? Like, if that's just a guy, if that's John Smith, who's your backup third baseman, he's putting up 
you know, six home runs and 25 RBIs batting to 11, you're like, fine, you know, I can deal with that. That's, that's fine. But it's Willie Mays we're talking about here. I get that they're probably just throwing him a bone because he's Willie Mays. He's my, you know, I think the guy I think is the greatest baseball player ever. Um, so I get it in that sense, but at the same time, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because he didn't play there. It'd be like the Cubs deciding that they were going to retire Pujols' number, or 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 you know, you know, remember when we had Jim Edmonds the last couple years and, of his career? Yeah, it would be like the Cubs just saying we're gonna we're gonna retire Jim Edmonds' number because he played here the last two years of his career. It's like that's come on, it's crazy. It doesn't make any, any damn sense. Or, or the White Sox, they had that trail of like old outfielders who come hang on for the last payday with their team. So like Griffey, Andrew Jones, you know, uh, uh, Manny, all those guys, that'd be like the White Sox retiring their numbers. It, it doesn't make sense. They've had their careers and they were magical and special in other places, but just because they went and played the last couple of years of their career on your team, I don't really get it. So maybe there's something bigger that I'm missing and I just don't know, but I don't know. I, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah. I feel, I feel like I heard something about, uh, a previous Mets owner uh, before he passed away saying something like he he the last thing he wanted to do was to uh, retire his number. I just don't I don't know that for sure. How about next week? I'll I'll look it up and I'll have the answer. But I mean, either way, I mean it's it's cool. I mean, he did hit his last home run in his career as a Matt, so whatever. I'll give it to him. And again, like Ben, you said, to one of your favorite players, just give it to him. Yeah. Whatever. Ichiro Suzuki for the Seattle Manners Hall of Fame that will soon be the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Whenever that's up, he will be first ballot. Easy. Um, I want to get your guys' take on this, but he was my... I would say he is still my favorite player that played. Um, and that's obviously not because he hit home runs or um, did a lot of flashy stuff, but in my, my opinion, he is the best leadoff hitter I know, obviously, if you look at his on base, maybe not, but he was a lot of fun to, to watch um, and a lot of lot of fun to see in right field. He could uh, throw. He was a great defender, great uh, hitter overall. Um, I, again, my favorite. Um, Ichiro being inducted into the Seattle Mariners Hall of Fame. Um, ben... I'm not asking you if he deserves it because I think we can agree he deserves it. But he does not. Okay. Uh, okay. But what's what's <laughs> a mem- what's a memory of, of if someone hadn't seen Ichiro play, what's something they should go look at? Well, that's a great question. He was uh, so talented. So the reason I gave you a dirty look earlier when you said he's the best leadoff hitter ever. Is uh, do you think he's better than Corey Patterson? No, okay, so <laughs> no, okay, no, it would probably be the throw from right. I think it was <clears throat> oh, because now I, I want to make sure I get this right, but I think he threw out Terrence Long 
at third base or something. Maybe yeah. it was Nafi Perez. It, it was somebody crazy. No, that was the Jose Castillo throw. So I think Ichiro made a made a throw from right field to get Terrence Long, I think, at third base. That's probably one of my favorite throws, if I remember, like, the defensive, you know, assist. Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, like he, like you said, he never did anything flashy. Like, he didn't have a four-home run game. He didn't have a game where he hit a ball out on the Waveland Avenue 450 feet or something crazy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Lame. so everything that you would watch about Ichiro, of Ichiro, would all be like, here, enjoy these incredible fundamental skills from this unique <laughs> enigma this incredible tight, like coiled batting stance where he would wind up and he would like almost strike at the ball like a snake. You know what I mean? Like you never felt as if the pitch was coming and he looked overwhelmed. It always looked like he was getting ready to attack every single pitch, you know? And um, it was, it was honestly such a treasure to watch. He revolutionized the sport. He um, brought in so many more eyes in the Asian markets, there had been uh, Asian ball players that had came over before, but none had succeeded to even one tenth of the success that Ichiro had, you know, within his first season. At that point, there was nobody. I mean, Hideki Matsui came back or came a little bit um, later, and he was great. He had a nice, really, really good career for himself. Um, you know, obviously Shohei's doing spectacular things now, and, and he's. But for a long time, the gold standard was Ichiro. It was like, this guy is what is amazing about the Asian style of baseball, which was like base hits, or his style of baseball, leadoff style, where you're just like you're slapping base hits and you're playing ex- exceptional defense and you're stealing and you're all that. Um, and he did everything well for so long, for so many years. Um, so like you said, I mean, he was, he was fantastic. I don't know if I have one distinct, maybe except go look up that throw if you can – you can find it, but yeah, yeah. Dallas, uh, do you rem- remember anything about each each as, as a kid growing up? Not any, <clears throat> there's no particular play that stands out. Yeah. Just that uh, it was uh, always a lot of fun to uh to watch excitement yeah. game. You would always, um, we would always imitate his batting stance yeah. too. If any of us batted lefty, yeah, you would always right. do the, the the bat thing and then it, the whole. But anytime you batted lefty, though, you had the like try running but, out of the box essentially. But <clears throat> but that's like iconic stuff where I feel like even something as simple as that would be stuff that you would remember for your life. Like when we were growing up. His first year was 2001. So I was 11, 12, 13. So we're just like early teenagers, late, like junior high. But the point being is that like those kind of memories of just that batting stance alone is something that we'll remember forever. And again, he had a single season hits record. He had over 3,000 hits in the U.S., in Japan, he had 350. I mean, Shohei Otani, like, loves him and pretty much, like, worships him. Um, and, and, again, he's 48 years old right now, and he's still, like, on occasion playing with, with kids, like, over in Japan. Um, as you can tell, I love the guy. 
Mm-hmm. I had I had his rookie card. I'm not you sure. Did, I'm, it, I'm not sure if it was taken or not, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Well, if it was taken, none of us have it. So, so it's like whoever whoever has it at this point fucked up because none of us none of us made any money. Dan, off maybe, yeah. maybe maybe Dan and hawked it. I don't know. Maybe. Um, that's why he, he went to the Middle for, East. He traded it for two Ben Greaves and a Travis Lee. <laughs> and he was content. All right. All right. So again, we'll move on from Etro because that's just all for me. So, all right. So. I did want to talk about this, but I guess I'm maybe we'll have like bonus episode if someone wants to talk about it with me. The plays at home plate uh, have been a real controversial topic, and again, because I was I'm not anymore, I was a catcher. I love he's a pitcher now. Oh yeah, from my wheelchair I can pitch so <laughs> fast. Just Jake was a sex joke. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Pitchers and catchers, right. you get it. It's cool. I got He's it. Like, oh. <laughs> I, I, well, I got it, but but <laughs> uh, no thanks. Um, all right, so, but we're not gonna talk about that. Um, not that or that. <laughs> all right, so, another we're day. Actually, going the bases after dark. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> earlier, Dallas. You, Earlier, Dallas, you mentioned the uh, the DR, the Dominican Republic, and that just made me think about the World Baseball Classic that will start in March of this upcoming <clears throat> year. And a lot of U.S. players have come out saying they will join the team. No one knows who will start. I think it's kind of assumed some players will start, but here's a list of U.S. players that will be playing on the team. Not starting, just playing. Uh... Mookie Betts, Mike Trout, Pete Alonso, uh, Paul Goldschmidt, Trevor Story, Bryce Harper, Nolan Arenado, JT Real Muto, uh, Kyle Tucker, and Will Smith. And not that Will Smith, he's a catcher <laughs> for Millet. All right. No, that sounded so. that sounded like you ever see that Key and Peele skit where they're announcing all the all the, the the East West Shrine games, so it's all the black kids and they're going back and forth with crazier and crazier names. And the last guy is a white guy from BYU, and he's like Dan Smith, BYU. That's what that sounded. He just said Will Smith. That's right. I mean, Nolan, <laughs> Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, Kyle Tucker, and Will Smith. Will Smith. Right, so, but again, those are two guys. Those are the two latest guys that mm-hmm. I said they will play. Um, I have the bracket in front of me, but I just want to ask, uh, knowing who's kind of come out and committed for the U.S., or just, you know, plays from around the world, will you watch it? Are you excited? Why should people watch it? Why should uh, why should people care at all about this exhibition tournament? It's really fun. It's really fun yeah. baseball. There's something about the nationality aspect, like when you – I mean, it's the same reason the Olympics are fun, right? You don't give a shit about curling right. or downhill skiing or any of that. I love – I still yeah. love curling. Okay. Whatever. I still love them. Like, cool. I love Cheeto curls. That's what I love. But what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. is, you know what I mean? Like, you don't really care about those sports until there's a sense of national pride involved, and then everybody right. loves it. Right. And then it's like, well – if we're going to be curlers, we're going to be the best damn curlers out there, and that's going to be my country, USA, USA. 
so that same kind of thing, you know, that, that translates to all other sports as well. Like when basketball and, and the USA uh, men's basketball team and women's basketball team are out there, the yeah. World Cup has the same idea. It, it, it's it's that sense of national pride. Um, I was in Milwaukee, oddly enough, last time that the World Whoa. Baseball Classic was uh, the worst there. Thing. The worst. Yeah, I know, dude. I've got beef with Milwaukee forever. Oh. And it was the uh, when Machado got robbed by yeah. Andrew by Andrew Jones at the wall. We saw that yeah. live. We were yeah. in a diner. Dale, you were there with me, fucker. I don't know why I'm saying this. I keep you there. <laughs> <laughs> but we were there at that terrible diner that we didn't tip at because the service was so bad. But um, yeah, he remembers. But that was the day. We watched it live happen in that restaurant, that play. And I was like, damn, this is so yeah. cool. And at the same time, it was like Everybody in that stadium was either oh, – that was before Machado got to San Diego, but, like, everybody was either pro-USA or Latin, like, super Latin pride, like, ball players and yeah. stuff. Dude, yeah. that makes for exciting games. It really, really does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is there a reason – I mean, I can think of one, but is, it, is there a reason why – Baseball players are. I know it just got reintroduced to the Olympics, but is there a reason why this is more exciting than the Olympic baseball stuff? I don't know if any of the pro players play in the Olympics. Well, it's also the world is just as, as if not more exciting than the Olympics, Olympic soccer. So, so I, I don't know if it's because it's like a privatized thing or it's not even private. No, yeah, I mean, it's aside from the Olympic committee, but I'm not sure why, but, but people will go eight shit for the World Cup. Like people, you know, we love the Olympics, but, but I don't know because you're well, like, the, you're just specializing it. Well, the one, the one reason I thought was that the baseball Olympics happen during the summer which is during mm. the season yeah. uh, and this yeah, happens pretty much during the uh the um spring training right. so it, so it gives your guys more time a major leaguer exactly. right right um i mean I'll, so again i have the 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 bracket in front of me so um, they're basing it pretty much like um, a pool A, pool B, pool C, and pool D. Um, so I, I personally think seeing one of these pool D games, the intro of the qualifying games, would be insane because they're happening in Miami, Florida. It's, the teams in this bracket are Puerto Rico, Venezuela, the DR. And then you have Israel and some of the qualified qualified team. Poor Israel. <laughs> Pretty much what they said. You gave every other Hispanic team yeah. and then us. Well, so I you mean, find England or Ireland, they couldn't. They I, couldn't fucking come out here to get their ass kicked. I mean, in fairness, the U.S. does have Mexico and Colombia in their in their pool, but yeah, Israel is pretty much like guys. What what is happening? <laughs> Or always getting, always getting. Also, yeah, that's just a surprise yeah. to me, man. I, I, I didn't know baseball them. Yeah, um, there's tons of Jewish baseball players. 
some of the greatest baseball players of all time, aren't you? That must Sandy be why they're, they're, they're borrowing more land from the Palestinian ball field. I don't oh, know. oh my gosh. Here we we're gonna, go. We're going to start cracking into that in an hour and a half into this episode. We're going to start breaking <laughs> well, into Palestine. Let's Israel. get to... Let's get into easily the most volatile conversation we can. Yeah, right. easily. Um, no, I'll just say this real quick, Jake. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Go I ahead. want. Does Korea have a team there? Yeah, yeah. All right. So give me Korea and Mexico, and you guys can take the field. Let's just start putting. Let's just make this fun. Oh. Have a rooting team, a team to root for. You know, just for the just for shits and giggles, I want Korea and Mexico. I, I mean, I people. mean, like legit. If the U.S. Has, um, like Degrom and Max Scherzer and all that. If they commit, if they have a good pitching staff, I I'll pick the U.S. Just where are some of the games at? Are some of the games out of country? Because half the so, guys, half the damn so, USA team might not even be able to go play. Yeah, that I mean that's a good kind of question for for later. But um, uh, they're they qualify their first round. The four they're taking place in four areas, and that's uh, um, Chinese Taipei, and then Tokyo, Phoenix, Arizona, and Miami, and then the the second round, the quarterfinals are in Miami and Tokyo. Um, yeah, so the they, cool, the the U.S. wouldn't have to leave the U.S. Um, at all. That's probably so what they that, did. Yeah. I mean, Sounds Americans good. not getting vaccinated. Freaking amazing. <laughs> all right. So it's uh, the second round in yeah, Tokyo, Miami, and then semifinals are Miami, Championship, Miami. So it's, it'd be interesting. But um, yeah, I'm, if, if Japan gets. The like Shohei, the Seiya Suzuki, all those guys. It it'll be fun. Roki. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go with USA if they get pitching. That's it. Yeah. Who are you picking? Dr. That's a safe pick. That's a solid pick. Very I'm safe. gonna pick on behalf of Dan and say Hungary. You guys will get it. <laughs> I think that was real. <laughs> That's a good, is that is that a good fat joke? It's a good fat joke. Yeah. All right, all right. You would pick hungry. You get it because he's fat. Or turkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hungry turkey. Need, need. <laughs> if there was a country called Sub Sandwich, you would pick that one too, guys. Yeah. The the country of hoagie. <laughs> the country of hot dog. Hoagie. <laughs> All right, all right. He's not here to defend himself, so let's uh, yeah. let's hit let's hit home plate and uh, and just have our soapbox time. Um, uh, ben wants to start us off. What is something you would like to have a minute or two for soapbox time? Yeah, it's nothing uh, crazy. It's nothing serious. Uh, this past weekend was uh, speaking of Dan. Actually, we were just trashing him, but. Um, his kids had a joint uh, birthday party over the weekend, so we went and did that, and it was a lot of fun. The kids did uh, face painting. You know, they all did different animals, 
and uh, this one this one boy, I think he was a cousin of a cousin or something. I wasn't sure. He decided he was going to get a panda, right? Um, so do you guys know what they do for uh, when you face paint animals and they want to get a panda? White, white face, black eyes. So they didn't do the white face. I think they were the kid was white enough, but they did do the black <laughs> eyes, right? So they did the big right around his eyes, jet black. And at one point, one of the uh, people looked at me at the party and looked at the kid and thought that I was also um, <laughs> a raccoon. <laughs> my eyes are so dark all the time. You know, it looks like I, my wife constantly is sucker punching me. But I really wanted to just say how adorable Dan's kids were uh, this past weekend. And um, Dan was awesome and sent a uh, happy birthday video to his daughter, Julie. I don't know if you guys saw yeah. that on Facebook. Yeah. That was really cute. Um, so just shout out Dan. Where We love you. You know, he's about halfway, six months, I think, eight months left. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. he, will be, he will be back. So he's... He's doing great, and I was just I was just uh, really lucky. I got to see the kids this weekend, so that was cool. That's all. Great. Dallas, do you have anything for soapbox, soapbox time? Oh, man. Here we go. I'm looking forward to postseason baseball. That's all. Nice. Yeah, short, short and sweet. Short and sweet. Mine will not be that uh, short, and Ben mentioned this. I didn't mention it until now because I want to just share. Is that the? It's not about baseball. It's about the NFL, and I'm sure we have opinions on this. And feel free to blast off if you want. But Matt Arisa just got uh, released by the Buffalo Bills. For uh, there was a civil suit, civil suit that was filed for um, the allegations are uh, gang, gang, sexual assault, gang rape of a minor, and uh, that's pretty much like the lowest piece of crap you can possibly be. Um, I am. Thrilled to hear a GM say this. He said in an interview, the GM, I don't know his name, I don't care. The GM said, uh, we care more about our culture as a team than winning games. Was it the Browns get, GM? I mean, they don't care about <laughs> anything. So, no. So, um, ahead, but, but anyway, hearing a GM say, you know, Releasing a guy two days after the civil suit is filed and whatever. Um, I applaud the Bills for doing that. Um, very simple stuff. But, I mean, man. Um, I mean, what I didn't know that was happening. And then when you told me, I looked it up and I was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, the NFL is just really, really drastic quality men. So my question is, there's a process that these gentlemen have to go through from the point where you declare that you're going to the NFL draft to the point where your name gets called yeah. on either Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, right? And you're going to fucking tell me at no point during that process did anybody find this information out? 
that this poor girl whose life is now changed and ruined forever, this girl will never be able to live yeah. a normal life. Okay. Yeah. Her, the course of her life has That's been changed true. forever by the... We don't know her name. Like, she'll, she'll still get hired and stuff. No. No, no what? Oh, I, dude, I just meant, like, mentally, this is going to be impossible for her to recover from. This is horrible. Oh, I guess. The Lewinsky type. Yeah, no, like, and obviously you're not going to find out her name. She's a minor. But anyways, yeah. the point being, um, you know, this is the lowest <clears throat> of the low, to your point, Jake. And, and you know, if, if anybody listened and heard what we said about Deshaun Watson, it goes just as much for this piece of shit. You know, never let him play in the league again. I don't care. Dude, I was so excited because he could literally clear 70-yard punts. I mean, this guy had a fucking robo-leg. And and it's just like that that his I you know and I and I hope I hope he never gets the chance to play again because it, it it's disgusting. You know, it's disgusting. So I, I will of course add the caveat. Um if it's true, if there's uh you know substantiated uh, allegations for sure, I'm right on board. I'll only add that because I feel like that at some level of fairness to him, we don't know. We, we're not involved, but if these assuming this information is correct, yeah, if these allegations have shreds of truth, it's like I'm all right. Let him go. I don't care. I'm, I mean, there's always redemption for him, um, you know, over time. But I will say that you know, Ben said uh, the recovery process for hers. Um, I really hope and I pray that she has a healing process. Um, you can't ever like get over it, but like you can heal and process through this uh, over time. Yeah. So I really do hope and pray that she has people around her to support her. Um, again, if these if this is substantial, if these are substantiated. Um, but I just, man, when I heard that news and looked that story up, I was like, I looked at my wife and I was like, I mean, another one. DJ Khaled, yeah. another one. Um, <laughs> so, like the worst yeah, kind of another one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He's I mean, talking about hit singles. They're talking about, you're talking about terrible human beings seeing who can one up themselves and, and seeing I mean, like right. the. I mean, it's, it's not looking good right now. Um, so again, if we learn more, this is not NFL, this is not whatever, but it's significant enough to just bring up and say, this is, it's horrible. And we really uh, are hoping and praying for her and her healing process, whatever that looks like. And um, yeah, so again, not an NFL show, baseball. But I will just bring that up just to say that we as a as a podcast are always going to mention stuff like that and always going to be like, always going to, I don't want to say crap on the individual, but then once you finish that. Yeah, we're just going to make this, we're going to end on a happier note instead of um, that terrible, sad story. But it's Ladner's, yeah. Ladner's getting married on Friday. So yeah. Dallas and I are going to be there. We're, we're going to see him. Um so that'll be exciting. So congratulations, Gio. This will be out, you know, Wednesday before you get married. So congratulations, buddy. Um, and let's have a beer. 
and not drink Malort because that shit's disgusting. All right. Oh. Mm. 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 Yeah. Congrats. All right. So that's actually going to wrap up episode 38 of the Family Based Podcast. Again, my name's Jake. I'm Dallas. And I'm Ben. Ben. Let's play tummy right. sticks. <laughs> no. No. Alright. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, follow us, whatever. Hit the bell, hit the like, comment, do whatever. If it's on TikTok or whatever, do just interact, whatever. But it'll be all good. So we'll see you guys next week on the podcast. Bye. Bye.